Well, and here's yet another cover song. I was just gonna say. I have refallen. This one can or no? I I I refell in love with Laura Nero over Chris. Yeah, this is one of her best songs. Stone Soul Picnic. Yeah. See, now you're yep. getting to know how old I am. No, that's, that's, I'm so glad. I really <laughs> I want to turn people on to Laura Nero's music yeah. again. I can't believe how many people don't know who she is or was. I mean, she died about five, six years ago of cancer, and she was this incredible talent. Oh, that, yeah. and, and Stone Soul Picnic is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's so much great music she wrote for other people, but um, for herself, she was also an amazing singer and performer of her own music. And, but yeah, this was this was I heard this on the radio, a cover version by a young alternative rocker, and I just I I didn't go oh that's the way I'll do it I but I said this song sounds like something I could do, um, and uh, it just it just segued nicely with my rediscovering Laura Nero's album Eli and the Thirteenth Confession, which um, record she put out when she was 20 years old, and it's become one of my favorite records. I'm very influenced by whatever I'm listening to at the time and whatever happens to come by and, and um, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to contacting the guy who arranged the original version of this. I have his email address. I want to send him a copy of this version because uh, we, we actually used a few elements like some of his string parts. Uh, that hear the strings playing with the guitar there. It's hard to copy a a vocalist singing style, especially somebody as eclectic and unique as Laura Nero, mm -hmm. to try to get her exact inflections. No. Uh, she never sings it quite the same, same way, way twice. Right, because so. that was like parts where there was lots of O's right, in right. the vocals. Right, and, exactly. Uh, here, it's a, just a different interpretation, but it's very, it's very fresh and it's very... This section coming up is a good example of, see, she had another voice answer her. Mm. This goes off into a bridge that's very unusual. Here we go. That's where the bridge starts. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really nice harmonic progression. But it um, is completely different. It's, it's unexpected, and yet it's uh, seamlessly in there with yeah. the song. That's well, when I nice. when I transcribed it, meaning you know figured out what the chords were, so I could do the demo and teach it to the players. I was surprised at some of them because they weren't they were chords that normally shouldn't go together, mm -hmm. but they do. And of course, the song goes into that three four part like that right. when the fifth dimension did their cover of this they obliterated that and and i was like i wanted to make sure that it was real clear that it went into this new time signature there it, mm -hmm. it's such a cool it's like swings you know, like a jazz style right this is the part of the song that made me go i could do this because it sounded like an improv section mm -hmm. you know when it goes into this vamp yep. and in fact i go into now a long solo over the over the uh the the, the vocal repeat refrain again are you using the nylon Oh yeah, this album is almost all nylon string guitar. I really use that as my voice again, which I hadn't done for a few records. So, Yeah, this is really kind of a bluesy sort of thing. Mm -hmm. 
and used Jay Rowe's acoustic piano to kind of be the foil for the guitar. He kind of he's like reacting to what I'm playing. There's also a nylon string rhythm guitar in here that that's part of the. It's like strumming, mm -hmm. which is a neat touch. It's more folky almost. Cool, and then it starts fading Very right away. Nice. I, I really enjoyed that. Not a not a false fade, but I wanted to create that sense that mm -hmm. the band just kept right on going. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and there's another three minutes that unfortunately we didn't have time for. You know, <laughs> but anyway, this is the title track, "Love Colored Soul." And from here on out, these are all songs that I wrote all by myself, not co-written or co you know. But that's unusual because usually song, every song on one of my albums is a, I, I was the sole writer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. So this was albums, and I don't think I've heard many covers or. Yeah, typically yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. How long does it take you to write a song? Well, sometimes it, you know, just a few hours. The best ones seem to just happen, and they aren't about struggle and mm -hmm. anxiety and second guessing Revision. yeah they really aren't you know um they're just about uh getting to a place where you where you can do that but that's the trick right. getting to that place right. so that you can just do that do it sometimes feel? takes a lot of as i'm sure you know a lot right. of paper thrown on the floor that right. you go ah right. you know i think if you work it too much sometimes you you beat all the heart out of it sometimes oh, and definitely you, yeah. do you get a uh, like a physical feeling when you're Oh, definitely. It's working, like, uh, oh, if I don't, I don't, I don't think right? it's there. Yeah, I, I it doesn't make me way. feel, you know, um, like a certain way. A yeah. Happens, this it? is a very simple song, but it it it's it just it works. In fact, it was hard to figure out what song to put after this because mm -hmm. it, if you it gets you in a mood by the end that you just want to just. Continue on keep with, going right. right right that was one of the challenges with this record is how to do the songs that were very influenced by the touch mm -hmm. approach mm -hmm. of trying to get this real healing warm quality and this song is clearly coming from that you can sort of hear how this is almost an extension of glass dolphins the song right. the third song we heard the, the John Clemmer song you know it's coming from that same place yeah, don't and, you think even that in our in our world today there's like Listening to something like this could could possibly change your day a little I, bit. I I hope so. Um, I mean, it this this by the way this solo here um, is from the demo. I tried to play more solos and I just could not. Nothing came quite out. This was just so natural right. and just so just was very heartfelt, like you yeah. said, you know, before. But yeah, and I felt like that was more important. Let there be a couple funny notes. To me as a guitarist, I wish maybe I'd played a little better or cleaner. But in, in what, it, what reminded me of that was when you said, you know, hope change somebody's day. I just felt like this was a song that was about yes. the feeling and not about trying to make it perfect, you know? I think that sometimes um, some musicians, in the effort to make it perfect, you lose the soul of the music. Yeah. And, uh, it's, or, you know, things are produced or smoothed out and all the kinks are removed, but exactly. human beings aren't like that. And I don't think our music should be. I think it it's so nice to hear something that you can relate to and that makes you feel something. Right. And I, and, and I, I with the technology the way it is now, you can smooth out 
dehumanize and make perfect to your heart's content, you know. This was a song that the demo sounds really quite good on. Um, But the real bass player and drums and the real piano, it just just three-dimensionalizes. It, and that's a good example of how the demo was flawless. Every snare drum was exactly in the right place, right, sounded right. exactly the same. When blues hits that rim click that you hear, he doesn't hit it exactly the same every time. It sounds close because he's a very good drummer. But those differences are exactly what add up to a human quality. And the same with everything, you know, yeah. when Gary chooses to play a real low note instead of the, the note that was written. Um, it somehow changes, changes it. Jay plays an acoustic piano the, fill that's just... Yeah, you know, I was going to say, I love the piano in this piece. It's very light and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did a nice job. Those are my synthesized voices back there. So some of it's that still is, computer. That uh, is really... I, like, I love that piece. I think that's oh, thank really, you. really nice. All right, I'm going to say, this is different already. Yeah. it's. I still hear records as having more than one side. I hear, yeah, I, I hear yeah, like LPs. A, I really dating myself now. Well, yeah, I said this, album. I said I'm yeah. going to talk about Ken's new album, and my right, son was right. like, "No, album, album." <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this is this is the beginning of side two. You know, that's yeah, how I yeah, see it's it. It's a completely different. The Love Colored Soul closes it out, and, right? You know, but this starts it up on a whole yeah. other thing. But you know, even if this song is, I mean, it's very. Um, uh, I don't know, forward moving to mm-hmm. me. It, it makes me feel like go out and seize the day. Right. Good. Something oh, about good. this song. Yeah. Um, but it also uh, has, it's not stressful. I, I'm going to seize a good day. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's nice. I think. Well, th- this was a tricky one to take from demo to, to the full recording. Um, it has a very big loop in it. That, that, <sighs> that thing yeah. that started off the song. And um, it took the players a while to figure out how to do what they did with that loop that's that's like a stamp to the song. That's why I call it Breathe, because of that, oh, okay, ah, it has that yeah. ah, ah, you know, that it's like a female voice sample um, mm-hmm. that kind of drives the, the rhythm. It's always there. Right. Jay used some very interesting keyboard sounds on this. Um, I really love the conga parts. There's two, one in the left side and one in the right side that Kevin Prince played. One of them is like a high conga and the other is a low one. The high conga is on the left and the, the lower one is on the right. But Jay used a lot of real dreamy, exotic keyboards. We call it worm. It's like a, <laughs> an analog synthesizer sound. It's kind of a throwback sound, like something right. people might have done in the 70s. Right, when synthesizers which, were Yeah, new, and it's, it's sort of like a counter melody. That He's over yeah. on the right side. Um, you hear him very loud in certain parts of the song, and in other ones he's very um, underneath, you know, yeah. depending on what's going on. Sometimes it's the spaces between what you're playing as much as the notes that you're oh, playing. Oh, that's a real compliment to me because 
that's one thing that guitar players are pretty guilty of is not leaving enough space because they don't have to you know a horn player has to breathe sometimes uh, pardon the pun but guitar players don't and sometimes they're very guilty especially if they have technique of just filling it all in and right. it doesn't give us a, the listener oh, a chance no, it's, to it's um, very unvocal like when you do that right and I think that I actually not only do I have a sense of like oh that's the, the melody that's the um, but it, it gives me a chance to mentally appreciate there's some terrific guitarists and I and you know and in the rock world and they just go and go and go but without that breath I think um, something something is lost. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I, I agree. And it, again, it's that element that brings back the issue of whether it's a singer. You know, right, I mean, right. to do me. Do you think of it like a, like a singer? I like really when you do. Play, it's like a voice. Oh, so yeah. You take it, you... And it, without lyrics, which in right. a way is a blessing and in a way isn't because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it means it's wide open to interpretation, which mm -hmm. is good and bad. Um, well, you really get a chance to hear the percussion and the fade. Yeah, out that's of that really one. a. That's a completely different sound, I think, um, from other, other CDs of yours. This is one of the more jazzy things on the album mm -hmm. um, that uh, very, has a lot of Latin influence mm -hmm. in it, too. And there's Rob Holmes's nice sax, soprano saxophone again. Jay's Hammond organ. Yeah, there's there's a lot of keyboards on this particular song. Blended very nicely. I mean, I'm very into making it so you can hear every element if you want to, but that things don't step on each other, you know. That, and I call this parallel lives. It, it's two different keys that it keeps going back and forth between the two, sort of symbolic of these two things or lives going in the same direction but but uh, along with each other and and right, right. you'll see as the song continues and the and the modulations the changes of key happen it builds more and more of the tension release on those two those two parallel things going on right now it's still in the same key this has some great soprano saxophone playing by Rob Again, these things are all improvised that he plays. We work on them, we have many takes. Right. We try different things. But, you know, but yeah. again, he's like he's talking. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, do, do, do. You know, it's, yeah. and this is me soloing now. But again, trying yeah. to leave those spaces like you said. because it's not stepping on each other, it's accenting or, well, in, in the best of relationships and conversations, exactly. we talk over each other, Exactly. we're not offended, are we? No, and in fact, when I see TV shows where clearly no one's doing that and they're supposed to be a family having a discussion, well, it's like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> they need to come to my house, right? <laughs> well, it's also more exciting sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, you could overdo it. <laughs> but that's not happening here. This is very nice. Now, did you get this title after? You know, oh yeah, it, yeah. Well, because it, it, you know, now that I know the title, I think, oh, 
Yeah, no, they always come after. I'm, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say. Every once in a while, something will start first. But mu the inspiration is usually purely musical. And, and, and then it, I, but I'm always about whether something emotes. So then I ask myself, how does this emote? What is this saying to me? What was I, what was I saying here, whether I realized it or not? Here comes one of those key changes. And I think you'll feel it's a, a certain kind of lift. Here we go. And what's interesting, every time it changes key, it sounds like it goes to a whole new key. But it's a, even the musicians thought that it was all these different keys. It's the same two keys back and forth. It's just that it, every time it has a lift to it. So it, it's a, um, a nice musical device when you find, as a composer, here comes Rob's solo. Change a key. Now, he played this solo in the demos. It wasn't and meant you, for the you, record. I loved it. You loved it and you just picked it up. You wanted it so you made it happen. It's so logical what he yeah. plays here. It just flows. Very nice. And then I pick up the... It's like we're trading the nice. baton back and forth. And when the key changes, we're the parallel lives, the sax and the guitar at this point. Each one taking it another step with the, and the key changing too and making it have this lift you know, well, you know to the sort of unpracticed ear too though you almost wouldn't know uh, we can all hear key, cha uh, key changes in old kind of music where like there was a big finale so they, right, they bumped right, it up a little right exactly but this that doesn't happen here it well it should like it should sound natural but, but at the same, interest. yeah, hopefully, exactly. It should create that sense of something. I'm, I'm very big on that. I don't think things should hit the listener over the head. But right. I mean, there's a you know. shift. You can definitely hear a shift uh, back and forth. But it's, um, it's not like you're, you know, I don't know, like the old time, like Barry Manilow went up right, to a Right, right. I know an obvious you know what I'm modulation. That was it. Yeah, that's when it goes up like a half step. It's right. like, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what this is about. It's true. Rob plays some neat stuff here. I'm playing Serious the blues. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm interacting with blues and we're hitting these accents and Rob is just winding this line around it. It's That's it's very neat. visual to me what what he the way he plays. <laughs> 